We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Like if you pay down at both midfield, at uh, both defenders, and that wasn't even Chris Lowe. I think Yedlin might actually be more expensive. Let me double check that. Though. No, uh, uh, Yedlin is oh, uh, thirty-seven hundred. Right. So you could even play low. You're right. You're right. Play you low and Yedlin. Yeah. You're right. You could do this. Yeah. We gave away the secret. There you mm-hmm. go. You got it. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Thursday, March 14th, by Jordan Cooper to talk about this Saturday's excellent daily fantasy Premier League slate. Jordan, um... There was Champions League this week. Uh, Ronaldo Messi lineup won it, and I had nothing to say other than that. I had a Ronaldo Messi lineup. Oh, did you it, win? Didn't win. No, no. I mean, I, I, I got out alive. Oh, okay. There I mean, go. I ended up, so I ended I. up playing Sane in in cash. So that, uh, and and got a bailout uh, a PK goal. You played Gerard PK in cash. Yeah. Well, who else am I going to play? And the defender God, slot was horrible. So much. Ah. The defender slot was horrible, so what was I going to do? That is incredible. Play a favorite center back when in doubt. So there you go. Plugged a bit. That might be peak bailout. 
It is peak bailout. It's peak a bailout. Oh, there we go. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, I was my two day lineup wasn't good enough. I ended up playing Kanoplianka instead of Gundawan, which was the right move. He scored twice as many points. What was not the right move was playing Kanoplianka over Bernardeski, who I did see you played. Very sharp. Very sharp. I just wasn't going there. No, I played him over uh, over having to play like uh, oh, Javi Martinez That's or something. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, over TAA and over yeah. playing like a Javi Martinez in a midfield spot. So I like I played uh, uh, James. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I saw that build. I was like, let me. I'll go with uh, with Kimmich out, and Bayern will at some point need to score a goal. So, like, let me take James and then fill my spots. Let me take a Man City player who's the cheapest one. Okay, Sane. There you go. I'm glad Man City was the you know the first day of the slate, so you knew the lineup. Yep. Yep. I yeah, but I wanted to, but I sense. I wanted to play Ronaldo and Messi in cash together. Ooh. Only because of the, the Juve had to score two goals, and Ronaldo has a floor, mm-hmm. and he's 10K. But I mean, you can't fade Messi, so I mean, like that was out of the question. I, and then, I played, then you're not playing any. Then you're just playing Gundogan for right. Man City, who are uh, a four total. Yeah, which you could have done if you played Messi and Ronaldo. You probably still cashed no matter who the hell was in the rest of your lineup. I saw some reasonable Messi, Ronaldo, Sane lineups. But I saw I no I saw in Cas uh, Aguero, Aguero Sane Messi. Mm, I played Aguero and Messi. No, Sané. but it was a peak champions. It was a peak Champions League type of slate where it's like if you didn't get the goals, you lost. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Fun. Fun. Speaking of goals, how about this slate this weekend? Premier League slate. Oh. Um, because of FA Cup, we have. Um, only three games on this Saturday slate. It's 11 o'clock Eastern instead of 10 because of the um, daylight savings time in the U.S., not in the U.K. And there's no late game, which is kind of nice. Uh, I wrote in my article that the teams in on this slate are currently 9th, 10th, 12th, 13th, 17th, and 20th in the table. It's going to be fun. Awesome. It's going to be really fun. Um, no player more expensive than 9000 But yet, it's still not play whoever you want. Because there, I think there are a decent number of guys I want to play. No? I, I, I think the build for this slate uh, for cash is going to be essentially a 2v2. Oh. No matter what, no matter what you do. I think, I think the, the build is, is fairly straightforward. Uh, other than other than a two v two, right? But looking at this slate as a whole, I mean, we got the biggest favorite is West Ham at home to Huddersfield minus mm-hmm. one seventy five. All these totals are unders. All these totals are two and a half with the juice on the under, right? So there's no like one team's favorite is going to score a ton of goals, but if that would be anyone, it would be West Ham. Mm-hmm. And then Leicester is a plus one forty four away favorite to Burnley. And Bournemouth is a plus 108 home favorite to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, these are fairly even matchups. Yep. And West Ham is not not a great team. So it's Exactly. Not, yeah. Right. Huddersfield is a, lot like a horrible team. Right. So looking looking at all of this, like, I wouldn't surprise me if Newcastle won. I wouldn't surprise me if the underdogs won these games. Absolutely. It wouldn't shock me or anything. Right. Which basically means when it, when we get the goalkeeper, I don't even know if you you're paying up or if it's worth it. 
I agree. I think goal, goalkeeper variance on this slate is going to be literally, I mean, I don't know. You could do whatever the hell you want. I think it's going to be the most important position on the slate. Well, of course, it's going to be the someone's going to get 18 points. Someone's mm-hmm. going to get three, and that's going to mean the, determine everything because everyone else is going to be the same in your lineup. Exactly. Right, because that's the t- it's the t- when I say two v two, I don't necessarily mean goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Like, so it could end up being a three v three, which includes the goalkeeper. But I don't, yeah. I don't kind of take that away. Yeah, it's fake. It doesn't matter. But 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 I see the cash build in like most spots to be. It's going to be a hundred percent ownership. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I mean, at least in like eleven man's twenty three man's ninety uh-huh, percent uh-huh. ownership. I think there are three guys who will be north of 90%. Okay. Like I, an 11 I, man or a 23 man. I, I could see that. Definitely two. Mm-hmm. But probably three, maybe even four. Maybe I mean, even four, yeah. Right, four could be 75 plus percent owning. Exactly. Cash. Exactly. With this, which makes this for a great GPP slate. Sure. With the ownership condensed. So mm-hmm. I understand that from a GPP perspective. If you don't play cash games... I think this is an extremely good three-game. I know it's a short slate, but GPP-wise, I think there's going to be a lot of ownership on a very few amount of people Yes, that if they dud and you find the goals from someone else, like you get a lot of leverage there. Unfortunately, we now have the flatter payouts, so if you win, you're going to actually be upset that you won three grand this week instead of ten. Well, at least when you come in, like, fifth place, it's not like a set of steak knives. True, true. It's three sets of steak knives. Okay, it's better than one. It is. It is. Imagine all the people you could have over. You can't afford the steak for the steak knives, but you'll be able to cut everything. Anyway, um, I think there are two and a half cash viable forwards. <laughs> two and a half? Yeah. The uh, half is a guy who's probably not going to start. Okay. I would say that in, in, in technicality— mm-hmm. There's no one that I love playing at the forward spot, but I think there's one clear option for this slate. I mean, mm-hmm. just given the context of the slate and mm-hmm. the pricing. And then this, it's going to be the second forward slot of, I think there's a going to be a popular option, and then one is going to matter on what West Ham's lineup looks like. Exactly. So that I think that's where you're getting the two and a half from. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. So I mean, we don't. It's a three game slate. We don't have to start at the top or the bottom or anything. I think the most viable cash friendly forward because he uh, has not been priced up since Ever. entering the league. It's crazy. Is going to be is Almiron for fifty four hundred. It's something somehow he is like broken the DraftKings algorithm because he. He scored, like, double-digit floor points in two of four starts. Like, I feel like anyone else... I mean, if he had taken one corner, he'd be, like, 9,400. But because he has no set pieces, he stays at 54, and he's one of the guys who will be 90-something percent owned in cash games. Right, because for his price, he beats out any mid... pretty much beats out most Every position. Yep. Right. And he's forward eligible. Yep. And Burnmouth, there's not a. I mean, they're not a good defensive team yeah. anyway. No, the, none, uh, there's no, not going to be a matchup where you're like, oh, but they're playing so and so. Like it doesn't matter on this slate, right? Nobody's good enough that you're like, oh, I don't want to play him away to Burnmouth, or I don't want. I would even say that against the Huddersfield guys. I don't think that I'm going to have any, but like, I don't think you're going to be like, I'm not sure I want to play him away to West Ham. Like that's just not part of the conversation. 
And I think that if we compare the two forward eligible, well, there's three forward eligible Newcastle players. We we could both agree that Rondon is the most goal dependent of them. Yes. So like that's that 7,900. I don't think that's, if you're going to play two of them, you'd play a Yosey. Exactly. But Almiron has the highest floor out of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Oyozi being second, but Oyozi yep. is still goal dependent. Yes. Just a little less so than Rondon. Exactly. But yeah, th- those, I mean, Almiron is easy. It's the second one that's a little tougher. Um, the, I think it's Dwight McNeil. I would, I would say that I, it's, it's, it's someone I don't enjoy playing. Yes. Exactly. Um, do you not play him if JBG starts? Well, they both both start together, probably. That's the, what they did right. last game. So do you? Do you JBG has no JBG? floor anymore. No, well, he has no. I think Dwight McDeal has a higher floor than JBG now that JBG doesn't take set pieces. Um, has he? I mean, does he not take Westwood. set pieces, or he just hasn't because he's not playing? No, he was in in the let. From what I could. Remember in the last game, like Westwood took four and McNeil took one, and JBG was on for all of them. Am JBG I wrong played. On that? He played eleven minutes in their last game, and forty-five in the one before, and the one when he played forty-five, he took three. Oh, so am I looking at the wrong thing then? I don't know what you're looking at. I have no but, idea. I, I I would not rule out JBG having set pieces. What I do know is that I'm not going to rely on Dwight McNeil having like eight of them. No, no. Well, I'm, I'm, my McNeil choice has nothing to do. Like, I'm not even considering set pieces into this equation. Okay. I'm just looking for like open play value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. McNeil has better open play value. Yes. He's Almiron, but he's 1,900 more. Right. Like oh, it's almost as if... Right, it's almost as if the prices should be the reverse. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably still play both of them anyway. Exactly. But I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just, it would be that Almiron should be 7,300 and McNeil should be 5,400. I mean, if they were both 7,300, I think you still play both of them. Right, but I think you're playing you're playing McNeil or, I mean, they can't put out good months in, is that you're just lacking like floor type like everyone else is. Like the half of player that you're talking about is Michael Antonio. Yes. Like if he starts, like okay, the, but I mean, but you're getting his floor comes from shots and fouls drawn, which is fine. I'm not saying that that's wrong. But like if Antonio's not in, like the I don't consider like whoever starts up top for West Ham. Like no one has goal scoring odds. Like the high, like if Arnautovic starts. Like his goal scoring odds are like uh, what plus one thirty seven. It, uh, yeah, it's not it's not enough for me. Chicharito is plus one fifty. Callum Wilson's plus one forty. Yeah, like these are all goal dependent players. Vardy plus one fifty. Like, I mean, sure you could get away with one of them in a cash lineup, but no one not no one individually sticks out more than anyone else. The, to prove how bad this slate was, I actually like took some time to. Th- like really consider whether Chicharito was worth it in cash. Right. Well, that's the point that I'm making. Yeah. I'd almost, if if you're getting to that point where let's say you don't want to take good Munson or McNeil, or if Antonio doesn't start that you're just playing Almeron and Perez and Iosi Perez together. 
than spend up and play what Ashley Barnes? <laughs> I took some time on Barnes too. I wish Barnes was seventy five hundred. I probably still wouldn't play him, but eighty five hundred is nuts. He has probably has a higher floor than Callum Wilson or Jamie Vardy. I agree. Right? I think there's. I think a Wilson Vardy GPP lineup will be actually pretty popular. I agree with that. Yeah, like I think those are the first two guys to look at for GPP. But then everyone else. I mean, you have people that aren't starting, aren't in. Mm-hmm. What do you think of if he starts Elias Kachunga at forty four hundred? I've I've done that before. And it doesn't work out very it's not, well. It's not worth it, yeah. Um, You're basically punting the forward spot. You're basically saying, like, I, I, don't, I don't need it. And you can. Uh, you could make a construction that has Kachunga in it and pay up for three midfielders. Absolutely. I just don't think it's optimal. I, I agree. Because you're most likely, I mean, you're going to go into this slate saying, I'm going to win with a forward line of Kachunga and Almiron. Because I don't see you paying, like, I don't see the reason to not play Almiron. No, I don't say, no, no, I wouldn't play Kachunga over Almiron. I'm playing exactly. with him. Exactly. I did the dinky do. Yeah, that's the dinky do. Or, or if Jordan I Jordan Ibe starts. Ugh. I know, I mean, but that's the slate that we have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the I think the people for for their cash viable floors in the upper end of the forward position you're overpaying. Yes, but at the lower end you possibly get one point. Like yeah. you're like you're you're just you're basically playing Kachunga or Ibe if they start in your forward spot is is the equivalent of playing a center back and defender. Like you're just you're basically punting, going. I hope I get anything here. Agreed. But at least the defenders thought you get a clean sheet equity and forward. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would probably Never... play if you started Peter Crouch over Kachanga in cash. Like that's <laughs> well, it's forty one hundred. Yeah, I don't think he starts. No. If he does, though, then I'm I feel better about McNeil or Goodman or Goodmanson because like it's not like they pass on the ground to Peter Crouch, right? I think all the Huddersfield options are, I mean, outside of Kachunga, to be, I mean, they're barely good GPP players. I was going to say I, they're bad GPP players. I'd rather play midfielders at that price and, and luck box something else. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if I'm going to go down there, I'd rather just, just, just play Vardy or Barge or Anatovich or one of the high price and then try to get some weird, you know, midfield 5K level goal. Yeah. This Grant kid's not bad, though. No. But, like, I, I just don't see it there. Midfield? Midfield's easy. Midfield's the easiest position on the board for two uh-huh. spots. Uh-huh. For two spots. I mean, in cash, I, I, do we have to, like, analyze why you're just not plugging in Ryan Frazier and James Madison? No, I think it's easy. I think I, the, I, the difficult one is the third one. Oh, well, I think that's where the 2v2 comes in. Oh, okay. Right? I, I, I mean, to me, that's that's really what I see. The third... Everyone's going to be differentiated by the third midfielder or the, yes. or the, def- the third defender in your... Right, but I think it's going to be a midfielder. Now, if you're playing like someone like Kachunga or something like that, you could go and play Frazier, Madison, and Richie. Yep. But I think Richie, I, I'll say it week after week. I think he's overpriced. Okay. At 7,900, especially with now Key taking set pieces or Jonjo being in, limits his floor. 
You still cross a ton. Yes. But I'll play Richie over Antonio if given Antonio in a midfield spot. Agreed. I'll play Richie over McNeil or Goodmanson in a midfield spot. Mm-hmm. The only value that the West Ham guys with forward eligible like those like McNeil, if McNeil was a midfielder, like we I wouldn't even talk about him. I agree with you. Practically. Because you'd play Snodgrass over him. So you think Richie is better than Snodgrass? But the interesting... No, I think Snodgrass is better than Richie. Okay, okay. Just checking. Snodgrass, they're playing at home and they're a bigger favorite. And he's on, you know, set pieces. But, I mean, there's a case where Snodgrass doesn't start. Absolutely. Where Antonio starts in that spot. And they go Felipe, Lanzini, Antonio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In that case, you're not looking at it. You could play Antonio in the forward spot. But it still doesn't mean I, I get up to Richie or anything. Okay. And I don't care if he scored or whatever he did. 7400 for Tielemans is way too expensive. I agree. I think if you have any thought of playing Tielemans at 7400 just take 6400 for Harvey Barnes. Right. But we don't even have to break down Frazier and Madison. I mean, that, that, no. I, that, we, they're the two not, best midfielders on the slate, and they're expensive, but you're not going to— Fade them because they're expensive. They're they have the hot. They are the two highest four floor players on the entire slate. Yes, and obviously goal scoring upside also. I mean, so they're they're the type of players where, like, look. I mean, take a look at their averages over twelve point. They they average over a goal's worth of points, mm-hmm. and they typically have a floor of nine or ten without a goal or an assist. Yep, and then you add that on top of the upside on top of it. And they're going to be high owned, so it's it's the type of thing in GPP where you'd fade Frazier for Wilson. Yes, you, you wouldn't play Frazier; you'd play someone else. And I think you can play Barnes instead of Madison. That's right. Yeah, or even Gray. But I'm not paying sixty five hundred for Ashley Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> I think on this slate, though, you wouldn't even if I mean if he had. A monopoly of set pieces, and he was thirty five hundred. I still don't think you play him. Right? I don't even. I don't even think he's optimal. That I mean, he would have to be. I mean, I, I don't see a even path at, where yeah, Ashley Westwood is worth it, just for the for the fact that he's taking the spot of somebody like Frazier, Madison, Richie, Snodgrass, Felipe, Barnes. Pritchard, Moy, like any of these guys I play over Westwood regardless of price. Because I'm not using the the money. It's not like I'm like, oh, let me play Westwood so that I can play McNeil and Arnautovic. I'm not doing that. No. So who do you think? So is Snodgrass your third midfielder? No, I can't pay up. I mean, you're not going to be able to. Oh, I don't think Snodgrass is your third midfielder. Okay. I mean, in order to pay, in order to get Snodgrass, you need to have to go down at both defender spots, which I'm not saying is not viable. I was going to say I'm, I I think playing someone like I think playing paying down a defense is well in the cards, but not all the way all the way down. No, no, no. no. But I think you can go low. Well, we'll get to that. Do I you think, just rule out Moy and Pritchard. Uh, who said I ruled anyone out? Oh, okay. What do you think about Moy and Pritchard? <laughs> I, 
I think you're I think you're playing a midfielder in this range. Okay. In cash. Hmm. I think you're I think I think the three options you're going to uh, you could play Pritchard but I, I it depends on who you played defense. I think I think uh Lanzini is still in play at 4500. I agree. In this matchup against Huddersfield and everyone's he dotted the last time mm-hmm. and people may be off of him and I still think he's perfectly viable at 4500. I I agree. And I think you have to say that Key is viable at 4300. But I think Key's ceiling is much lower than Lanzini's. Oh, yeah. And Key's value comes on set pieces primarily, maybe a tackle one, something like that. Uh, so, like, I could see, yeah, fine. They get five court. Like, I could see Key with three and a half points. I could see Lanzini with three and a half points. I could also see Lanzini with 22 points. Exactly. Like, so t- to me... Like, although I tend to play more conservative and go, like, why don't I just play Ki Sung Young? And go, well, if I'm going to play him, why not just play Lanzini? And, like, the difference between Key's four and Lanzini's two at the worst-case scenario type of thing is not going to make that much of a difference. But Lanzini could have an assist or a goal more likely than Key does. I think Ndidi is better than Key. Okay, I could see that. In my opinion, I think Moy is better than all three of them. I agree. I think Moy is underpriced at forty eight hundred. I agree. I think Moy should be fifty five hundred. Mm-hmm. And on a slate which lacks like value, and you're just like paying up for the floor guys like Frazier and Madison, that I'd ra- I'd rather play the inefficiently priced guy that does have a floor. Although, like the last match, what he had eight eight and something points, which. I'll easily take for forty eight hundred. Oh yeah. This this is someone that that we'd play at six K with no problem in a similar matchup because any any time Huddersfield plays anyone, they're an underdog. So as long as they're not playing like a top six side, like Moy was in the always viable at like nearly six K. Yeah. I agree. And he's at a level where it's like, well, what happens if there's Pritchard and there's Lowe and like it's 4,800. Yeah. Like uh, I'm at that level where that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Philip Billing is down to 4K. Yeah. I think he's fine. I actually think uh, if he's in instead of Key, I think Shelby's a better play than Key would be. It's not even close for me. I can like it. I want to play Shelby at thirty nine hundred. Yes, I don't care. Shelby who else does is on get there. forward. Yeah. Shelby does get forward and does take shots. He doesn't even need to get forward. He'll take shots from midfield if he wants. Right. The, yeah. the, the problem is, is that his 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 floor is negative two and a half. Oh yeah, it could be. I mean, he could get sent off eleven minutes into the game. It's one of those weird things that his floor is like it's not between negative two and a half and five. It's like actually just negative two or five, maybe four. Like, I don't think he scores between four and negative 2.5, but I would let that I'm, I would roll with that at 3,900. And Easy. I think that, that in a s- similar guy, yeah, not a similar guy. At the same, 
Uh, I, I don't expect him to start, but if he manages to start... I play him if he starts. Uh, well, I can only play... But I'm just mentioning it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he starts, uh, like that third spot will be Robbie Brady at 3,900. Totally. Yeah, he's the best one. Like I don't even think I don't even think about I I I literally it's just like I already have my three midfielders I'm done yeah (laughs) right right there's no I mean Madison would have to be out I mean like we're talking about if Frazier and Madison somehow don't start then we could start talking about okay what's the construction right but it's like that third midfielder is gonna be I mean it's not gonna be I'm not gonna think well Shelby's in and Brady's in not no it's gonna be Brady yep like there's no there's no question what happens if Brady only plays sixty he's still he's still seven points yeah for 39 i mean you're paying nearly center back pricing yeah for these guys yep yeah he's in a, he's a he's yeah he's easy let's but say, he's probably I mean, not gonna start anyway so it doesn't right matter. but i mean let's say shelby's not in let's say brady's not in but let's say uh kennedy gets the start yeah i love kennedy like like the these are these are great open play value plays you could even say the same I don't. I don't put him in the same class as the other guys. Is uh, Janino Bacuña mm-hmm. even playing as a fullback? As a fullback, yeah. He, he was great as a fullback, yeah. I I will say the the difficulty with Brady is that he most likely starts for McNeil, and then you're back to having to fill a forward spot. And now if if it's neither if McNeil and Antonio are out, that's an interesting spot to leave yourself in. Yeah, but you're okay. in that spot no matter what. Well, no, so what, you, what you're saying in that spot, in that case, you'd rather go all the way down at forward so you could go up and take like a Snodgrass. But you can't play Snodgrass because you're already playing Frazier, Madison, and Brady. Well, I'm saying that you have to get rid of Brady in order to get the forward that the cheat. Right. So I would never do that. So I just end up, it, it'll it be a cash lineup that has like a, like a, t- fine, then I'm playing Jamie Vardy or exactly. Rondon or exactly. I'm going to play a golf, Callum Wilson and fine. And that's what I do. Yeah. And any of them could be fine. Play Josh King, whoever fits. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at that point, I don't care. Yeah. I want that chaos. At least all the lineups come out at once. Exactly. And the slate's over when the games are over. Right. No wishing meteors on the late game. Yeah. Or the opposite. Yeah, right. <laughs> but usually you, you, usually you don't take players in the late game because of ambiguities to some extent. Mm-hmm. And then you're just wishing for... Wishing for the slate to be over. Yeah. I think At that, defender, I don't see any compelling need to pay up. I agree. If I if I'm there, I'm there. Sure. I think they're I th- yeah. They're efficiently no... priced. Exactly. I, I like. I have no problem with Ricardo Pereira at fifty six hundred. But I agreed. Mean, if you have the salary, sure. Okay, fine. Take mm-hmm. it. Say for Cresswell at fifty two hundred. Mm-hmm. He's fine. I mean, Fuchs or Chilwell, whoever, far sure, okay. I don't see any issue with that. I think all, I think most of these, I think nearly all, I, th- I think all of the, really, I think there's one underpriced defender and everyone else is, I, is efficiently priced. Is it Chris Love? Yeah. Lerva? If he starts. Sorry. Yeah. If he starts. Yeah. 3,900. How do you not play him at 3,900? His, even if he did share set pieces and open play value. But a I lot just, of times he doesn't start. A lot of times he doesn't anyway. Yeah. 
But everyone else is play whoever you want. I mean, feel free to play either the Burnley fullbacks, play either the Burnmouth fullbacks. They're all the same. I mean, really, it's play. Right. They're all. I mean, I don't. It's it's less like play whoever you want and just like play who you pick. Like, <laughs> it's. I think you're going to have money to to pay up if Brady or Shelby starts. But the but even if you play more, even if you play Moy. Or more, right? Because and then you can't pay all the way up to Snod. Like I, I don't think you can make that build to play Frazier, Madison, Snodgrass, have your two forward spots filled, and then, and then You're get wrong. anyone. You're and wrong. I mean, I think I'm wrong. You're wrong. Who are you playing in the second forward spot, McNeil? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Let, let me let me put. This I have. Together. I'm I'm looking at my dummy lineup right now. It's Almiron McNeil. Frazier, Madison, Yedlin, Klein, Lossel, and Richie. Oh, and Richie. Well, mm-hmm. Snodgrass is even cheaper. Exactly. Like if you pay down at both midfield, at uh, both defenders, and that wasn't even Chris Lowe. I think Yedlin might actually be more expensive. Let me double check that though. No, uh, uh, Yedlin is oh, uh, thirty-seven hundred. Right. So you can even play Lowe. You're right. You're right. Play you Lowe and do- Yedlin. Yeah. You're right. You can do this. Yeah. We gave away the secret. There you mm-hmm. go. You That's why it. I was surprised that. I mean, it, the. Like Moy is great for his price, but I'm not sure it's worth giving up the raw points to pay up at goalkeeper. You're right, especially on a slate where it's three fairly evenish enough matches that the variance is going to be stupid. Yep, you're right. No, no, you're right. Or you can just pay up a defender and just lock in points. But who paying up a defender that, doesn't lock in anything, right? Because like Pereira, Pereira hasn't even been that good. Right. Five point. I mean, like, what do you... Yeah, right. you're right. Hmm. <laughs> but but you see, by even looking at this, like, that's the 2v2. I mean, like, that's what it is. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's Moy and a defender plus versus Yedlin and Snodgrass or Richard. Right, or, so, or some other defense. Right, it's going to be that. Yep. But that's the main thing that I'm looking at because I'm like, it's going to be whatever. And then we'll have to see what happens at the forward position. But as, as right now with expected lineups, like that's the 2v2. Yep. I don't think the 2v2 exists with Madison and Frazier not in. And you're playing Almiron. I mean, like it just, it, it builds itself. Exactly. But that in GPP means we're going to get a lot low ownership on, on, on guys that could easily be the goal scorers. Uh, yes. But we could also, and I mean, it sounds stupid to say that immediately, but it, you can also have a fairly chalky lineup near the top of the GPP. That's correct. In fact, I, in fact, my inclination, based on this construction type, if you, you could stay chalky, like if you want to play, only because it fits. Remember, we, didn't, we just said that like defender is not like they're all efficiently priced. Feel free to pay up or whatever like that. I think maybe figuring out because it, it's correlated in GPP, uh, playing Harry Maguire and Nathan Ake as your two defenders, or Johnny Evans. Basically, you're playing the center backs that Madison or Frazier right. would get the assist on on a set piece goal. Mm-hmm. Because and then you look down at the defenders and they they're both in clean sheet positions possibly mm-hmm. and you go like why like like if you look at Nathan Ake at 3300 
and go, what's the difference between playing him and DeAndre Liedlin? Totally agree. More? Totally agree. Like, what's really the difference? Or like Harry Maguire's 3,100. Yeah. Like, are you really expecting all that many more points from Matthew Lowton? For 600 <laughs> more? I'm, but I'm, I'm talking about for a GPP. It's like... Like you're gonna in order to win a GPP, you're gonna need like out of out of Lowton, you're gonna need eight points minimum, something like that, right? An mm-hmm. assist plus a clean sheet. Most likely, Lowton doesn't score from his position, right? And then you look and you go like, well, you're playing two set, you're playing uh, the Leicester, Burmouth, and West Ham set piece takers. So it's like, well, defense doesn't matter. Maybe in GPP, you're playing center backs from. And possibly in GPP, not playing. You're playing the center forward from those teams. Right. Alongside the center back of the other team. Like Mm -hmm. I could see like playing instead of playing McNeil, you play Frazier with Wilson. Yes. Yep. And then you pair McGuire and Madison who or or Declan Rice. Yeah, I'm just talking about the set like West Ham center back. Oh yes, yep, yep, yep. Like one of each. Like you, you, you don't get two center backs from one team and hope you get two center back goals. Yeah, right, right. You're looking at that because what's the worst case scenario that happens? Like it's quite possible that we have a slate where uh, the, the highest scoring defender is eight points. Right. Like of all the defenders that are in the player pool. Yeah. Because none of them score a goal. None of them get an assist. You have a couple of them with clean sheets. No one gets a million crosses. And you look and you see Ricardo Pereira, nine and a half. Yeah. And that's the with, highest with the clean sheet. defender. Well, with the, right, with the clean sheet. Yeah. And you go, well, what's the difference between, like, worst case scenario, the center back is three and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, you still win a GPP if you're, like, you're forward, like, you got the Arnautovic brace. Right. And you have three points in both of your defender spots and the goalkeeper clean sheet win out of mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever that is. I'm not sure if that's the cash move, but I, I mean, I wouldn't even call playing if you played one center back. If you if you like your lineup and you had 3,100 left and you're playing Harry Maguire, I mean, it's what I've been doing in some cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why I think in, because I've been experimenting with it, like even in cash of yeah. if there's not a fullback worth paying up for that has a floor that's higher than a center back's clean sheet equity. Yeah. Play a guy that at least has some chance of scoring a goal. Yes, because what you could you could get bailed out at some point. You could that every once in a while. I'm not locking in like four and a half points from Lowton and going. Well, if I'm going to do that, like why don't I just why don't I just play a center back that could score? Mm-hmm. And at least some of the time, I get you know 15 points, 12 to 15 points. But that's but PK that's, pays it, off every so often. Well, yeah. But that works at like it's it's a very select situation. Like those are the situations where you look and you go, all the defenders are pretty much efficiently priced. Right. And you go like, well, since they're all efficiently priced, it really doesn't matter. Like if you just average it out over the long run, when some when everyone's efficient, it doesn't matter who you take. Exactly. Over the long run, everyone's the same EV. The same, so yep. right. So why not do it in a defender spot where it doesn't matter? Mm-hmm. You're not doing it like in in, in the midfield spots where it does matter. Mm-hmm. Or in the forward spot where it does matter. For sure. I mean, that's kind of what we do when you play an Aguero or a Kane or a, a Messi or any of those type of guys in the forward spot. You go, like, they don't pay their prices off without a goal, but they score goals often enough. Often enough, exactly. That if you played them at that, right, if you played them at that price all the time, 
you'd score enough points often enough. I mean, the same thing with Salah. Like, Salah has been dudding yeah. recently. I mean, like, is it worth, like, well, how about all the times that Salah came through for you? Like, this is where it all evens out. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think about goalkeeper? Play, goalkeeper. play wherever you want. Oh, okay. Come on, come on. I said it before. I buried the lead. Yeah, or did you I? Did. I said it you earlier. Did. I think uh, uh, I. I don't even know who the chalk goal. Anyone. It's it. I mean, yeah. you could play. Like, any, it could be I mean, Lossel just because he's the cheapest. Like, are yeah, you but really I, fearing I see, who? Are you, what goal scorer is you playing from West Ham? What goal scorers am I playing from Huddersfield? From anybody, really? Yeah, I think you'll have money. But to I pay see up. a situation. I'm seeing a situation where if you don't pay up for three midfielders, that you're playing, did you just have the money and just play Fabianski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could do it with three expensive midfielders and Harry Maguire. Yeah, you could do that also. Mm-hmm. Or the cheapest home, the cheapest home goalkeeper is going to be Heaton. Yep. And you could play Heaton and Madison together. No, I mean you could play any like the guys that you're playing in your cash lineup. You could play against your goal. I mean, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you could play. Yeah. You can play I mean, really, it really comes down to like if you, right, you can play in. I mean, it, it, I, it's a three game slate. You play, right. but because it's a three game slate and there's only six goalkeepers to choose from, this is the position that's going to matter the most. Of course, as opposed to the on a six or seven game slate, slate it also the, matters the most. Or right. Well, on the larger slates, the, the ownership gets spread out enough. Here we could see, you know, <sighs> you, you could end up with Lossel in cash being forty four percent only, yeah. <laughs> and then if he puts up a win clean sheet with five saves, yeah, you're done without him. With twenty points, you're done. Right, right. Like you're you're pretty much done on a low scoring slate. Yeah. The good but news, but it could also is be that... that it could be someone else. Sorry, go ahead. No, what's the good news? Is that I get goalkeeper right every time. Right, so that's I'll the just... good news. Yeah. Well, I'll get him so right. So who, who, who? So do you have no? So you're you're right now. You have Lossel. Um, as your goalkeeper. I had Lossel in my dummy lineup. Yeah. Okay, so the, so right now, that's the goalkeeper not to play. Right. In As fact, right now. because I have Lossel, I think you could play Arnautovic, Chicharito, and Lanzini, and Snodgrass in cash. Because they're all going to score. Okay, you just stack stack up West Ham. Yeah. yeah. I'm only saying this because really the biggest selling point of a Roto-Wire subscription is that you get access to the subscriber Discord. Mm-hmm. Where Andrew, yeah. even if he's out at a soccer game with his kids. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know what goalkeeper he played. Yeah. So you so you know who not to play. Yeah. It's right there. It's like giving away the secrets before the slate. It's just it's, it's getting it's getting to the point in the Discord that when you don't post who you're playing, the first goal that gets scored, we just assume that's the goalkeeper that you played. Hundred percent. People don't even look. They're just like, oh, Andrew must have that guy. And right. then I'm like, no, I don't have that guy. And then the guy I have gives up a goal like seconds later. Or gets, yeah. It's a skill to get them wrong as often as I do. I want to even guess I would never go back and actually do this, but I bet I'm net negative fantasy points on goalkeeper this year. Which is so ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) How is that possible? Because even the crappy goalkeepers that that give up five goals and still have two points. Yeah, they still have I actually have like a decent number of negative guys. Because you have to count that World Cup. I remember what what goalkeeper oh, guy like a negative twelve or yeah, something. It was something like that. That was yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, 
If anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. As Jordan just mentioned, we're in the Discord where you can get all of the goalkeeper mushing before slates. If you'd like to get in, just go to rotowire.com chat. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber and would like to try us out for 10 days free, no credit card required, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial, and you'll uh, be able to join the Discord for those 10 days as well just to see what it's all about. So head over there if you haven't joined. Jordan, thank you for all of that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.